Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live.
Mm-hmm. Good evening, everyone. Thank you, and welcome to the Goddess Rising Network. Um, hopefully, those of you that are on call, you are able to hear and are able to hear. Um, I am Netra Tanu, and I'll be joined tonight by my co-host, um, Empress Nikita. And I do believe that uh, Lilith Shakti will be joining the call tonight as well. Good evening, y'all. This is uh, Empress Nikita. Glad oh, to be on the show here tonight, and everything sounds great. Everything really? Sounds okay, great. Cool. Yep, sound-wise, we, we're good. Yeah, I was a little concerned. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. so here's what I'm going to try and do. I'm going to um, I'm going to connect online so that I can see who all is on call, um, like that, because, you know, we have the um, the chat room, so let me see. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so so far it seems like just you and I are kicking it. Um, hold on a second. Yeah, I thought I heard some of the other joiners. I'm sorry? I thought I heard, like, people joining on. Okay. Okay. So I, I was just checking some messages. All right, so... Um, like I stated, I do believe that um, Lilith Shakti is going to join us again tonight. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Because I think she's really been enjoying herself. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I love so, her and her energy. So, yeah, that'll be awesome yeah, definitely, to have her definitely. on again tonight. Right. Yeah, it's always wonderful to have such, you know, good energy, um, you know, in, in your surroundings. So I guess we can go ahead and start the show and then um, – you know, hopefully everyone's able to call in because I did provide um, the call-in number as well as the call-in ID. So we'll see what happens um, as as the show progresses. So um, tonight's show, we're just going to speak a little bit on consciousness, meditation, and grounding. And I do know that um, Lilith Shakti, she actually was going to – well, not that we were, going to, we were going to do another recap of the Yoni's theme, but, you know, um, she had been contacted by a few women that still had some questions and concerns or whatever. So um, the three of us, you know, are uh, capable of addressing those questions if anyone, you know, still has questions pertaining to the Yoni's theme and the proper way to go about and doing that. So we're going to, like I said, we're going to get a little bit into um, consciousness, meditation, and grounding, and also hopefully I gave everyone enough time to research Dr. Edward Bruce Bynum. Of course, he's an African-American guy. And um, I ran across his book and some of his work that he's done and was really amazed by it and um, intrigued. And it's, it's just, it was, to me, it was just confirmation again that, you know, that uh, Empress McKeith and I and um, other uh, women that we're connected with that um, confirmation that we're on the right track because usually, mm-hmm. you know, when we're, when we're on our journey, we tend to attract people or other people, you know, come into your cipher to, you know, give you a lift or, you know, aid you along the way. And um, coming across the works of Dr. Edward Bruce Bynum, Bynum, I'm pretty sure, and I know for a fact that this is, you know, this is like the icing on the cake for me. and. Mm-hmm. Um, Empress, did you get a chance to um, look at some of his work? 
because I actually want to play um, a clip, and hopefully everyone is able to hear it clearly. Yes, I was able to to get a little bit of a digest of uh, what his book was, the um, the dark the dark light consciousness. Mhm, mhm. Um, yeah, I got a chance to get like a little bit of a digest of that. So, um, so yeah, I skimmed over it. That would be good for us to play the video. Okay, yeah, and um, and like I said, it, and it it was just confirmation that we are on the right track. And um, you know, we often have people that would send us an inbox message or, or whatever, or call us asking, you know, about certain books. Uh, you know, uh, uh, more, uh, you know, information on enlightenment, uh, meditation, or how to actually get into, um, you know, certain rituals or whatever. And, mm-hmm. um, right, this right. It's definitely and, a good um, book to to have. Um, I've got to, again, skim over it some, and he's really getting into uh, deep consciousness and, um, like, what the basic, what the mm-hmm. goals are, you know, with consciousness, how to raise your vibration and how to raise your kundalini or serpent in, uh, energy. Right. So, um, and then, like you said, it's right on time, you, you know, because we have all these different things that are happening in the universe. Like we have the um, the eclipse that's coming on the 28th um, that, and all of the energy that are going to be involved with that. I mean, it's an awesome time, you know, to be able to ground yourself, clear your chakras, and, and be a part of that um, that frequency. So you're right. You're right. Exactly. This is like perfect timing and um and this is definitely a great book to start with. Right, right, definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Um, and the book that Empress Nikita is mentioning once again, it's an awesome book by Dr. Edward Bruce Bynum. And um, I did post a picture of the book um, on, on on the Goddess Rising Network page. And um, the book, of course, titled is Dark Light Consciousness, and it's uh, melanin, serpent power, and the luminous matrix of reality. Now, I invited my my dear friend Kitty Cesarian to join in the show tonight as well, and hopefully he does join in and share his wisdom because he's always um, stating that we should um, uh, embrace the darkness. And you know, throughout um, life or throughout history, we've been taught that darkness is bad and we should stay away from darkness or anything dark is associated with evil basically and without mm-hmm. darkness you can't have light and darkness in itself is light right so exactly. um mm-hmm. so and and that's not the only book that um dr bynum has written but you know just google dr edward bruce bynum which is b-y-n-u-m he's also a phd and uh, I'm pretty sure everyone would just love the work that, that this guy has done. And I, and I was just, like, kind of upset for a minute because I was like, wow, how come I've never ran across this guy before? And um, because his work and, and, and the things that he talks about is right on time with what um, Empress and I, you know, generally speak about and the things that we're into. And mm-hmm. um, one of the things that Dr. Edward Bruce Bynum, and I'm hoping to connect with him because I would really love to have him come on the show and really go into yeah. uh, more detail, you know, with his work and what he actually does. But just a little briefer on um, Dr. Edward Bruce Bynum. He's a clinical psychologist and the director of behavioral medicine at the University of Massachusetts Health Services. And um, 
one of, here's another thing about Dr. Bruce, um, and not that I'm really trying to make the the uh, um, the conversation about Dr. Bruce, but I'm just enjoy I, I'm just in love with his work. Um, basically, what he, what he's explaining in his book, The Dark Light Consciousness, is how to awaken the Uraeus, and the Uraeus is the serpent power of spiritual transcendence within each of us. Okay, and connect to the superconscious of the universe. And here again, these are things that Empress and I will speak on because in the Uraeus, here is the serpent power. And if you notice by looking at the pictures or anything in ancient Egypt, you'll see that the pharaohs, they wore, you know, the headdress with the serpent um, in the front of the headdress. And this is only because they were demonstrating that they had awakened their kundalini you know, and, and they're being guided by the serpent power. And just like darkness, we all know that, you know, from the Bible that the serpent, of course, was also proclaimed to be evil when in terms it was actually the kundalini that or the serpent energy, the serpent power that gave Eve her knowledge. So mm-hmm. it was, there, was, there wasn't anything evil about that. Right, right. And even when speaking on... Um on an atomic level, like um, Splitting and Adam, uh, when it gets into the um, the nucleus and the uh, protons and the electron, like the electron was Eve. That's where the E had come uh-huh. from, and um, that was the the light. Because um, exactly. before there, you know, and that's um, that is what attracts like the atom going to a molecular level. Mhm. Uh-huh. Exactly. And, I had a, um, you know, sure. Uh-huh. I wanted to speak a, a little bit about the book. I found a, a quick little passage here um, that I found pretty uh, interesting. Is that it was speaking on um, neuromelanin. It says neuromelanin is a light sensitive energy conductive substance found in progressive amounts within the inner spinal spinal line, brainstem, and brain core, and surface. Indeed, the nervous system of all higher life forms on our planet. This is not to confuse simple surface surface skin melanin, which is variable from group to group, even varying greatly from person to person within the same family. This is a more neurologically rooted neuromelanin, which is found in all humans regardless of surface of differentiation. Uh-huh. In fact, degree and Intensity of neuromelanin directly and proportionally increases the amount as we progress up in the evolutionary line from simple mammals to more complex ones, to primates, to great apes, and finally reaching the zenith in man. Uh Neuromelanin is also called gray matter of the brain, which is the light sensitive despite under the surface of the skull away from the sun. It manifests and increases the capacity and absorbs the translucence of light itself into more complex forms. So the neuromelanin is what what trans which changes the the light, and that is like our perception. That's our perception on a on a neurological level. So those right. are your senses, like how you feel right. things, how you see things, how you hear things. That's the neuromelanin, and that's found in all humans. That's interesting because also. Um, Dr. Bynum, he also speaks on um, the connectedness 
um, with new, you know, through neuroscience. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's really interesting. You're you're, you're on point. Um, and here's one other thing: is just um, I'll just state this that you know, Dr. Bynum explores the consciousness and the super consciousness of individuals and the universe using science and the ancient um, African and Indian traditions to help readers tap into their minds and bodies because, you know, and here again, this is things that Empress and I, we, we hold dearly because within each of us lies the potential to activate a personal connection to the superconscious um, called the Uraeus, an ancient Egyptian text, and Kundalini in the Hindu yoga text, okay, or Hindu yoga tradition, mm-hmm. um, our innate serpent power of spiritual transcendence inhabits the base of the spine in its dormant state. And also at the base of the spine, people also, I've heard people even state that that is actually uh, Buddha because I've heard uh, the comment that Buddha is within every one of us. And supposedly um, the energy at the base of the spine, which is the Kundalini or the mm-hmm. serpent energy, it, it you know, when put in a picture, it, it looks like Buddha. You know, I have to get a better look at it. But anyways, um, this is basically, you know, what they're talking about is, is basically the serpent energy or the life force. And mm-hmm. I think, isn't it the Chinese that also call it the chi? Or who who is it that called it the chi? Is it the Chinese that call it the chi? Yeah, Asiatic um, cultures refer mm-hmm. to it as chi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So here again, you know, it's 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 the serpent power, spiritual transcendence that inhabits um, the base of the spine in its dormant state. When awakened, you know, it it unfurls along the spinal column to the mm-hmm. brain, connecting individual consciousness to the consciousness, okay, of the universe, and folded within the dark matter of space. At the root of creativity and spiritual genius across innumerable cultures and civilizations, this intelligent force reveals um, portals that are enfold time, that enfold time, space, and the luminous matrix of reality itself. And I actually have to take more time to really get into uh, what this luminous matrix of reality actually is because uh, what I did come across pertaining to the luminous itself and luminous energy uh, is basically the total amount of light emitted by a source. And I kind of connected that with the aura because we all have an aura and we all, mm-hmm. you know, are emitting our own yeah. light and different exactly. colors through our aura, you know? Right. And the wow. way that that connects is I, just like what I just wrote uh, in the neuromelanin. What you were just saying is that our perception of the light to make our matrix. Right, exactly, exactly. And it's just our perception of the light. And, right. And being right. that, you know, and I'm just trying to figure out more about, you know, this, this luminous you light. When I think about that, what we just spoke of, I think it kind of simplified and it just popped to my mind. It's like the, um, the, um, the liquid crystal um, brain. Chemical uh-huh. that's in our in our brain is like the uh, Pink Floyd. How they had the pyramid and they had the the beam of light that was coming in, and then the rainbow light that was going out. That's like our perception. We have uh-huh. the light coming in, and we make what we want out of the light that's going out. Hmm. Interesting. 
that's that's the way that I look at it when it's like your okay. is your perception of of light because again like we we are spiritual beings and we have you know this um this vehicle and um, right. the way that we perceive oh, yeah, definitely, things directly definitely. right directly also, connects to the brain and the in the right. neurological system so that's and that is what forms our perception of light exactly. and light is and, everything right and then too through meditation and transcendence. Um, we are we are to become like light bodies, and this is when you really in, in you know have transcended um, spiritually. So, um, but here again, the light cannot exist without the darkness. So there's no reason to be afraid of the darkness or to even embrace the darkness. Right, right. The light emanates yeah. from somewhere. Right, because without the darkness, you know the the stars can't shine. You see, so the darkness and even even just coming from dark matter, I mean, the darkness is very important. And um, here again, it's not something that actually should be feared. You know, there's no reason to fear who we are. And basically, that's what we've been trained and taught to do is to fear who we are. You know, right, we have right. to we have to actually embrace the darkness. We really do. And like I stated, my good friend Ken is he. he this is what he talks about. And um, hopefully he calls in and um, add his wisdom. And um, another thing about, like, the luminous energy that I did run across is that um, the luminous energy, um, you know, in, in photometry, luminous energy is the perceived energy of light. So when he mentions, like, um, the luminous matrix of reality, so here again, this this we all know that the matrix that we're in um, it is kind of like, well, it is perceived, and it's it's not real reality. You know, this matrix that we're experiencing here in the physical. So this is why we always, you know, we're speaking about meditating, tetrasin, and to come into the spiritual. But anyways, um, informatory luminous energy is the perceived energy of light. Um, this is sometimes called the um, quantity of light. And luminous energy is not the same as radiant energy, which is the corresponding objective physical quantity. And this, and the reason why they're not the same is because um, the human eye can only see light in the visible spectrum and has different sensitivities to light or different wavelengths within that mm-hmm. spectrum. And radiant energy, on the other hand, and radiometry, um, is radiant energy is the energy of electromagnetic radiation. So, you know, I know sometimes, you know, when we compliment each other or, or, you know, we're stating that someone's looking radiant because we associate this radiant with, like, luminous or energetic or whatever, but Mm -hmm. it tends to be a slight difference, you know, with, you know, someone being radiant, you know, (laughs) and being, I guess, illuminated through their electromagnetic rays, (laughs) you know. But um, But it's all frequency. It's all energy. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and um, and and then too, we, we we you know we to me, I'd like to think that we are magnetic, you know, because we do have that electricity that we can generate within our bodies. So, in some ways, it's the same, in some ways, it's different. So, who knows? <laughs> yeah. So, and um, another thing too, um, what Doctor Bynum does, you know, he's actually combining physics, neuroscience, and biochemistry 
with ancient traditions from Africa and India and um, and then explored the ancient Egyptian science of the Uraeus and reveals how it is intimately connected to dark matter and to melanin, which is a light-sensitive energy-conductive substance found in the brain. And we all know that. And, okay, the nervous system and organs of all higher life forms. He explains how the dark light of melanin serves as a biochemical infrastructure for the subtle energy body, um, just as dark matter, together with gravity, and you know, together with the gravity, holds um, the galaxies and the constellations together. So, um, I, you know, I really, really am suggesting that people, you know, um, buy his book. I really am because there's just so much information that he shares in his book. And um, it, um, I'll tell the truth, we didn't get a chance to go through the book and go all through the book and to break down everything in the book. And I would love to do that, but I would also love to do that with having um, Dr. Bynum on the show. So we're going to keep our fingers crossed um, and hopefully, you know, we can contact him and um, have him on as a guest, um, you know, because, mm -hmm. yeah. So here again, you know, it's just basically, you know, I preach meditation and I just feel mm-hmm. like if you are going to transcend or get anywhere in life, you have to you have to meditate because you want to awaken that energy that's within you. And you know, this is one of the reasons why people um, age quicker than other people, uh, you know, or even have medical conditions because you, meditation each each chakra point is connected to or governs a certain organ in your body. And if you have blockage and you're not meditating, you're not removing these blockages or even opening um, these chakras, then guess what? Your cells are going to die. The organs are going to die. And um, ancient um, Egypt, ancient Kemet, they actually refer to chakra points to like the glandular system, you know, like like your throat chakra is connected to your your thyroid gland. Um, Exactly, exactly. mm -hmm. You know, and another thing that, you know, I like um, about Dr. Bynum, I mean, you, because, I, I, you know, people to me really have to get into knowing, and you know, exactly what the serpent energy is. And if the serpent was all that bad and evil, then you have to question why is it used in a medical field? Why is it on the side of the ambulance? Why is it in the doctor's office as the caduceus, caduceus or caduceus, however they pronounce that? And it's the two two serpents in, in intertwined, in which this is also representative of the double helix. Double helix. You know, yep. which is also representative of your DNA. So all of this, you know, we have the blueprint within our bodies. And this is why um, I, I think that melanated people, you know, uh, by far are the main people that have been dissected and researched up and down. And still to this day, they are dissecting and researching us because they know that we have within us what other people don't seem to have within them. And if this is true, then people also question, then why are we the way that we are? Well, we've been a people, like I stated, that have been researched, 
on, we've been dissected like, like the frogs, like, you know, how we used to dissect the frogs in, in biology in high school. We've been dissected. So, of course, the ones that want to have control and manipulate, they have dissected us and have connected the dots as to what makes us think, what makes us tick, you know, so they know us inside and out better than we know ourselves. And yes, I just feel like, and you know. Look, they've been researching mm-hmm. for, for years, just like how, you know, this man, Dr. Bynum, you know, he's, he's studied, you know, all these different fields and he's gotten all this knowledge. And guess what? The same thing that he does, other people can do and with, in different areas. But imagine, like, just a group of people who got their act together and they figured that they're going to sit here and they're going to study how this stuff works. Which exactly. That's a that's a wise thing to do because that'll be a way to be able to teach our children or realize or find a way to be able to connect like with our children or and our people to get them to even think on a higher level. I mean, right, our, right, our people right, are definitely. so dormant, so relaxed that they don't realize that you know all you do is get up and go to work for somebody else to go spend money. You know, you just to turn around and give it away to someone else. When there's people out there that are that are looking to to be like a the the spearhead of innovation. Mhm, mhm. And even within yourself, you're in the health field. It could be astrophysics, you know, what I'm saying whatever. You know, right. and and it's sad. Right. You know, and basically we have to get our minds right. And like I, you know, stated on the post and which you can take it as the title of the show, is that the revolution begins in the mind. And if your mind is not right, I don't know what you're going to revolutionize. I don't know how it's going to be done. You know, it, 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 say, how you going to win if you're not right with him? You know? Right, and your, right, and your mind's not right. And um, another thing about the, the serpent energy um, or the serpent power, the kundalini, um, one of the things that I do like and um, I'll share this with you. Hang on a second. Um, okay, whatever. <laughs> um, and, you know, it, I'll, I'll just take it. Let me just take it here for a minute because we see that, you know, the rainbow colors that that's now been associated with the, you know, the, the gay and lesbian um, trend that's happening. And, um, and, I, and I do think that wasn't there pictures like flying around at one one point, um, Empress of like the Ankh? Um, they were using the Ankh uh, to represent like the gay and lesbian um, community. I think there was some something that came out about the Ankh. I think I saw a picture. It was on a T-shirt. I don't know. But anyways, um, you know, getting back to like these rainbow colors. Originally, the the rainbow colors had nothing to do with the gay and lesbian community. Um, you're, you're looking at the colors of your chakras. You're mm-hmm. looking at you're looking at a package of skittles, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because that's what these colors are representing. There, you know, um, these are the color of your chakras. But to but there's also what they, the indigenous or the Aboriginal people of Australia. Um, they also um, have a rainbow serpent, or or you know. I look at this, this serpent energy as a as a as a rainbow serpent, which is symbolic of creative force. 
And once mm-hmm. again, this creative force is going to take you back to your energy force that's within you, your chi, your kundalini. Um, also, you know, in religion, you know, you're taught that the serpent or the snake is evil and it was banned from the Garden of Eden. And this is a post that I actually did. And, you know, I just basically stated that all of this symbolism and, you know, all of this was symbolism. And it was taken, it was taken out of context by the religious scholar who has banned the Naga. And I was, oh, there's just a question I asked, who has banned the Naga and you? Because the Naga or the snake simply means cobra. It was a cobra snake. And here again, like I stated before, the cobra snake, it's also, you know, on the Egyptian headdress, it's called the Uraeus, and it, it is the snake. And, mm-hmm. um, and and it's symbolic of the Kundalini. You know, mm-hmm. unknowingly, you know, misguided people have killed the serpent within and thus have banned this creative force from entering the Garden of Eden, which is your higher mind. So right. going back and, and viewing even that story with Eden, I mean with Eden, with Eve and Adam, you know, supposedly being kicked out of the garden, okay, um, that was your higher mind. So you, I, I question, everyone don't have to question this, but I question, you know, why would a God want to ban you from your higher self? Why would a God want to ban you from knowledge, you know? But this is not something that we can actually, you know, uh, I, I guess, in a sense, um, place on God or say God was wrong for doing this. We have to look at man. We have to look at who created this nonsense and gave to the people to mislead people. Mm-hmm. Right, intentionally. Intentionally. Even when you and it look worked. at the Uraeus or look at the uh, the surface, if you look at the um, tombs in ancient Egypt or the sculptures, that the um the ancient pharaohs and ancient empresses they would have the um the cobras on the top of their heads, you know that is reached the crown chakra. Mm-hmm. Or even like the headdress, if you look at like the stripes that go down, if you look towards the back of it, it looks like the back of a brain, and that the um the back of it comes to a point that comes just straight down, and that represents like the brain and the spinal cord. Mhm. Exactly. You know, and because basically what all of this stuff, knowledge, wisdom, what it all boils down to, it it boils back down to you, the human body, what's going on within you. So this is why um, there's that saying, you know, go within to do without. Go within to seek knowledge so you can do without all the bullshit, you know. And, Mm -hmm. and you know, we have to go within. How do you go within? Through a quiet place, through meditation, mm-hmm. right, you know, right. so connecting back with um, with the original vibration, with the original source, bringing your pulse back to a normal a normal rhythm. Um, exactly, this is very very important. Some people say that they don't have time for yoga, they don't have time for meditation. If you have time to hop on the phone for five minutes and have a five minute conversation with someone, if you have time to shower, you have time to meditate. And you'll of see course. the results immediately. If you do yoga or meditate before starting your day, going to work, you know, working out, your mind is so much clearer. Your mood is lifted, and you have, like, a good idea of what you're going to do for the day. When your mind is clear, you have different ideas that just explode in your head like fireworks. You know, I like to mm-hmm. call it a divine spark. You have that divine spark, and then, like, like when I... You know, I don't meditate every morning, but I definitely should. And I know you always 
you know, I meditating. Mama gets on me about meditating. But um but yeah, if I do then I'll you know, I'll be creative, I'll be thinking of different things like with the business with the soap, like okay, what colors and what scents do I wanna do or what type of properties do I want, you know, in this soap or, you know, something like that. And like it it just gives you, you know, that ability to be more creative, to be more godly, to be more expressive. Uh, when you actually take, you know, that time, you know, to to ground yourself and connect with the universe, and right, you exactly, it. exactly, you and and also, you know, I'll I'll even go back and say this because I think I did mention something about this on the last show. You know, um, the, the people that are interested in, in in learning magic and doing certain things, um, here again, I wouldn't suggest to just jump out there and, and get into stuff and, and which, you know, it's been so easy to just go to a card reader or, or to go to a shaman. But by doing this, if no one has not suggested that you ground yourself in a proper way to ground yourself, you know, to me, what you're seeking is going to be worthless because, um, the person that you're going to, they have to ground themselves because they have to be cautious of the energy that's coming to them, asking them for help. So if they're right. grounded, why are you not grounded? Right. You know, right. There's, right. No, there's no quick fix. and people want a quick fix, there's no quick fix. Forget about a quick fixing because a quick fix is only temporary. Now, if this is a walk that you want to be in, think of it as a long term. Think of it as an investment something that's going to carry you through, you know. Uh, I just had a conversation with a young lady at work today, you know, and she was saying she, how she would just love to, you know, be in a house with some land and um, be able to grow her own food and, you know, cultivate and do things for herself, get away from all the rush, rush, everyday things that we're going through. And I'm like, you know what, you're absolutely right. I would love that type of lifestyle too because what we've been introduced to right about now, what we're doing is about survival of the fittest. And if you're not fit to survive, then guess what, you're not going to survive. And how do we survive? How do we get through, you know, what's perceived as bad times? You know, because a lot of people, you know, view what we're going through as bad times. Oh, my God, is the system going to crash and this and that. I was even thinking that, too. They said, hell, let the system crash. You know, let it crash. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. And the reason why I say that, because if you are properly aligned with yourself, your spirituality, you're properly aligned with the universe, you have nothing to worry about. You know how many crashes right. we've had and, and didn't affect me? You know, shit, let it crash. It's time for a chance. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I have think about it, it. That only affects a certain portion or certain section, you know, of our daily lives. And, and that's only, you know, to those who are immersed in it, you know. And honestly, right. you know, here, especially here in America, we are so used to convenience. It's not even funny. Like, not even uh-huh. thinking about, just even thinking about my parents' generation. You know, my parents, they, you know, grew up in the country. You know, they would, you know, harvest their own food. You know, it wouldn't necessarily be everything, but it was something that they did. You know, and then us coming up, you know, as children, you know, we, you know, didn't, we weren't really exposed to that. You know, right, we would exactly. just go to the grocery store and, you know, pick up, you know, whatever, but, you know, if the grocery stores shut down, then what are you going to do? Who are you going right, to turn right. to? Exactly. You know? Yeah, because even even like with me growing up, you know, I you know originally being born in Mississippi, um, there was one thing that my mom and her sister did. They lived across the road from each other. 
and they we had our own garden. We you know we had watermelon growing, we had cabbage, we had greens, everything growing, you know. And um, as a child, I was exposed to that. But then um, moving from the country where we were, and you know, like coming to the city now, coming into Florida, um, you know, we got away from that, you know. And, and there was no more, you know, having our own garden, and you know. That's something that I think that, you know, I would love to get into and even have my children involved because you are, you know, investing for the future because if we did have a system crash or if there was no more food available or whatever, um, then you're already equipped to take care of yourself. You're already equipped, you know, as to how to provide for yourself. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, that's something that I feel that everyone has a skill or a contribution, you know, that that they can give, you know, in some way, form, or fashion. And, you know, when you think about, like, this crash here, I mean, all that is is that fear is an insecurity within yourself. If you were grounded, if you were confident in what you're doing and, you know, and your knowledge on how to take care for yourself and your family, then you wouldn't be nervous when it comes to this. Exactly. Because, you know, exactly. another thing I was thinking about, you know, was um, energy sources. You know, we depend on, you know, certain counties to provide our energy. Imagine if, you know, things that, you know, shut off, you know, government shut down, you know, whatever. What are we What are we to do? You know? Exactly. These are things and, that we have to elevate our thinking. You know, we have to think outside of the box because you know what, we're here. You know, these are things exactly. that could possibly happen, probably will happen, you know, and right. there's no reason for not for every single one of us to not have any type of knowledge in a certain field of survival. Exactly. Exactly. And and, and we all bring a certain quality or skill to the table. And this is where we have to, and we've talked about this so many times, you know, um, coming together. You know, each one of us are, have a different skill, you know, a different, um, a different what do you say? Um, contribution, um, your skill, Yeah, talent, contribution, gift. skill, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I um, always get lost. Everything. <laughs> you know, Everybody and got then we can come something. together and, and, and you know, and, and um, share this with, with each one of us, you know. We can actually, I mean, you know, to buy land and to build uh, and to have our own and, um, you know, to have our own water supply and, and just, you know, do our own thing, you know. Here's the thing, because... Um, and then thank you so much because we do have um, people that are listening in. And um, at any time, if anyone would like to join in the conversation or have a question, by all means do so because I do believe that all of the lines are open. So we will be able to hear you. But, um, you know, with, with these clowns that we have, and I don't mean to, you know, get away from the conversation, but still, you know, to me everything's connected, so I have to speak. But, with these clowns running around up here on this flipping stage, you know, running for president, running for, it's disgusting. It's really disgusting. And where I'm going with this, because, um, you know, like I say, we all have something that we can contribute to better ourselves and to further ourselves. So we got these idiots up here running around, um, and with a lot of these schools closing, um, you know, in different in different states, finding dandy. Okay, where are our black school teachers, where are our young educators, you know, 
why not? And, and now is the perfect time. Now is the perfect time if anyone is going to get into their own business. Now is the perfect time to do it. The window, the portal is open. So why are we not jumping in taking advantage of these things? we got to know what time it is, what we're dealing with. Right now, the, the portal is open. And if we're going to do anything and, we, you know, we talk about change, change has to come, we have to be that change. We are mm-hmm. the change. So forget about the, let the schools close. But if we have the right educators that can homeschool or we can open up our own schools, fine, let, let the school system close because their school system has failed us anyway. Let it close. Oh, yes. But oh, yes. with these clowns parading around here, want somebody to vote for them, they're not doing a damn thing. But yet we have people going to the polls still voting for these flipping idiots and then walking around, oh, well, you know, something has to change. Oh, my goodness, times are hard. Stop, and, and not that the votes really matter anyway because, you know, these idiots, you know, who they want to elect, they're going to elect, but yet and still they give, you know, people this false sensation. But yet and still, you know, like I stated, we all have something that we can contribute. So why not get into what we know how to do and start contributing? You know, you don't have to just go to another state or another country to do this. Do it right at home, right where you are. Yes. Uh, and take, for example, Empress, Empress Nikita. I love what she's doing. She's got her own um, natural line of soaps and orbs going on. I mean, mm-hmm. simple things that you can get in. Like I said, the window, the portal is open. So anyone that's interested or have thought of investing or getting into their own business, the time to do it is, is, is the time is now. You can do it now. I say, I say, thank you. Um, yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing, you know. I'm um, contributing in, in my way, you know. If something was to happen, like, I know how to be able to um, to harvest my own food. I make my own soap, you know, my own skin care, um, toothpaste, you know, things of that nature. So, you know, I don't have to depend on the grocery store, you know, to make sure I can wash my ass, use my French, you know, I, I can make my own. And I know that it works. I know that it's how it treats me, and I know that it works on different levels as well, on a mental level, on, um, mm-hmm. you can tell from my appearance that health-wise, you know, everything's antibacterial, antifungal, organic. So I believe in what it is that I have going on. And, you know, that's mm-hmm. something else that also helps because um, your body's your temple. You have to take care of it. Exactly. You know, you, and exactly. God, put, God or source or, you know, how, whatever you want to call it, you know, put um, put the medicines and food. Everything right. that you need is from a plant base, and anything that you're taking that's in mm-hmm. is a is a is a chemical mimic. You know, that's where the source comes from. So right. the healing is all right there. You know, your your skin is an organ, a huge organ. So, I mean, imagine what are, what is it that you're putting on your skin? Are you even aware of what is it that you're doing? You know, to your mm-hmm. skin. Or even are you really treating, like, the problems or the issues that you have, you know? So that's, like, what I'm I'm doing as one of my skills. So if anything does happen, anything goes down, I'm not worried because me and my family are definitely well taken care of and, you know, right. we use the exactly. product as well as sell it. So, you know, it brings in the income and it saves us money, you know. Right. I don't have to go out and buy those things. Mm-hmm. And if anyone wants to comment or ask a question or just join a conversation, um, if you are going to speak and for some reason we don't hear you, just um, 
inbox me either on Facebook or on the chat itself so, you know, I will know because I may have to disable something, you know. But anyways, um, so getting back into, uh, you know, meditation, um, you know, uh, this is one of the things that um, I stated earlier that Dr. Bynum, you know, with his books uh, that he does speak on and he also um, shows how to um, safely awaken and stabilize the spiritual energy of the Uraeus through meditation practices, um, breathing exercises. Of course, we all know that, you know, breathing exercise is very important because one thing um, about, you know, calming the mind and um, going into meditation, there's a proper breathing. And you want your breaths to be, uh, you know, to, to be um, in sync with your heartbeat. So, the proper way to breathe when you're, you're, you know, going into meditation, you want to breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth and calm yourself and listen to your heartbeat and you breathe it in one, two, three, four, and you're breathing out. Now, I can't tell you how many times, you know, you should breathe in and breathe out, but I would just state that, you know, you breathe in, breathe out, practice your breathing, and, um, you know, until you're at a point where you feel comfortable and you, you know, mm-hmm. until you're at a point where you, you know that you have relaxed, you have released, and you feel that you have become one with everything within you, your body, your cells, you're feeling your pulse, you know, throughout your body, and you've become one with the universe. And just relax. Now, I'll also state that to me, there's no one way of meditating because walking is meditation, reading is meditation. But to get into deep meditation, you actually want to be in a quiet place. You want to ground yourself and you want to have one candle lit or two candles, how many candles you feel comfortable with. If you're just wanting to light one candle, then one white candle will do the trick. And um, you also may want to have like earth um, incense lit as well, you know, and and this is just giving you the sensation and just making sure that you do have the proper connection to the universe, you know. So, and also um, yoga postures um, as well, and he teaches as well as how to prepare the subtle body for transdimensional soul travel. I have to get more into soul travel because there are times when um, I, I know I do travel and I, I kind of feel like we all travel because when you're asleep, you know, mm-hmm. your, your spirit could just, your spirit leaves the body, you know. And um, there are people that are into deep sleep and the spirit never returns to the body and they just stay asleep, you know. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I want to get more into um <clears throat> the um the transdimensional soul travel and um by embracing the dark light, you know, the shining serpent within, we can overcome our collective fear of the vast living darkness without. By embracing the dark, we transcend reality to the dimension of light. And I like that because light uh, darkness itself is a light and we have to really embrace the light. I mean embrace mm-hmm. darkness. And where is my friend Kenneth? I'm going to have a talk with him. <laughs> well, um, I actually prepared a little something here um, for our audience to help with um, with grounding, with getting ready um, to meditate, you know, people who are stepping in and 
also um, getting their their spirit and their aura clean, like for events such as you know the twenty eighth and and so on and so forth. So um, I'd like to go ahead and uh, share that with you all. So um, it's a couple different um, topics that I pretty much have. I'm gonna speak on real brief. Is um, I, I called it ready for ascension. Um, so I'm going to speak on uh, a healthy diet or livid, as our good friend uh, Patah Sikorasar has called it. He calls it a livid and not a diet because um, you eat to live to prepare to, um, to for your body to be a conductor, you know, not to die in the light process and decompose. So um, a healthy livid. Um, I have what I call the three R's or four R's. I guess it depends on what state that you're in. But um, that's uh, reduce stress, redirect energy, and reclaim response. And also, mm-hmm. um, self-discipline is self-love. Definitely. So I'm just gonna um, jump right in there. So if you guys, you guys, you know, got something to write with, you know, you can jot this down. It's something, you know, even it doesn't have to be for a special event. It can just be like where you, when you start feeling stressed or start feeling anxious or depressed or whatever it is that you may be, just to kind of take a moment for yourself and to, to take that back so you don't go too far off the off the deep end <laughs> or one fly over the cuckoo's nest. So, you know, before you get live, you know, these are some things that, um, that can help you guys and some things that, you know, me and Goddess Nature also do along with other goddesses that we know. But, uh, okay, so a healthy diet slash living. Um, the first thing that you want to do when you're preparing, you know, yourself, you have to um, keep in mind, um, before I get into that, keep in mind that you're preparing, you know, for a divine um, experience. So you want to come into this with a conscious mind, with respect for yourself mm-hmm. and for the energy that you're looking to, to elevate. So you got to have your mind right. The exactly. best way to get your mind right or one of the best ways is uh, to make sure that you are consuming a healthy diet. So the easiest thing that you can do is to drink more water. Mm-hmm. Water is a, gives you a connection um, with source. It connects you with um, emotion. Um, when you sleep, like it connects you more like with your dreams and with astral travel, like you said, Goddess Nature. Um, so the first thing that you're going to want to do is get that water in your system. It's also going to detox um, different chemicals or you know, toxins or, you know, whatever it is that's not serving you. It's going to flush out what's not serving you. So you want to um, drink water. Um, you want to eat um, higher vibrational foods because you're looking to, to raise your vibration. So like fruits, vegetables, um, herbs, um, roots, spices, um, things like that you want to incorporate within your diet. Um, you'll notice that if you eat, if you drink two cups of water in the morning, and have um, a piece of fruit that you'll be less hungry throughout your day than if you would eat, you know, like, you know, a bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich or something like that, you know, <laughs> something terrible. But, um, but anywho, and uh, other little subtle changes you can also do, like, um, like for example, preparing, like, for, you know, the 28th, for the eclipse, the blood moon, um, incorporating more fruit within the diet, water, um, you can switch out your sugars. Um, do you exactly. have raw, natural, organic sugar? It's good uh-huh. for you. It does not cause diabetes. You can have as much as you like, as well as exactly. honey, local honey. Mm-hmm. Um, that'll balance out your um, your senses for allergies and things like that. And honey is just so good for you. It's 
<laughs> I think it's the, the oldest food that, that can be stored and kept. I think it's 3,000 years. Anyway, mm-hmm. stuff's good for mm-hmm. you. But it's little subtle changes yeah. you can do that change your salt from sea salt to, um, well, from regular salt to, like, um, sea salt, natural sea salt or Himalayan um, pink salt. Right. It's really right, good. Exactly. They're very right. alkalizing. Yeah. And you know what? So you can and, and not, but not to cut you off, but I want to mention something about the um, the, sea, the the pink salt, the Himalayan salt. Mm-hmm. Um, it that, that can also be used as... Um, like a detoxifier. I've yeah. forgotten how much of it you can use. I've forgotten, but it does not raise your blood pressure. Mm-hmm. And what you want to do, you put a certain amount of it in water, stir it, you yeah. drink it, and it helps to flush your body. It, it really does. It, it works. It's, so, um, it's one teaspoon for each cup of water. Okay, I don't know how many I use, but <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean you can. It's, it's not bad for you because alkalizing. And that's exactly right, what it right, does. Exactly. You're totally right. I totally agree with you. It, it detoxifies and it also puts back the right minerals in your body. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's awesome. That's awesome that you do that. And um, like that's that's what um, that's how easy that it is in order to incorporate something like this. You put water and you put sea salt, or you can do water in um, like fresh lemons. You know, any type of fresh citrus. You know, uh, oh, an apple cider vinegar. Uh, mm-hmm. You do like, you know, a teaspoon of apple cider vinegar, you know, with your water in the morning. In the morning or at night, they have plenty of great um, great benefits either way. In the morning, they said that it helps wake up your um, internal organs. So it gets you ready for your day, and it um, keeps you from being hungry throughout the day because the hungry and thirsty signals are the same <laughs> signal. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. So anyway, so um, basically, uh, when you're getting ready for ascension, you want to make sure that you have a healthy diet or healthy livid, and uh, just incorporate more of nature. You want to eat of the seed, as Picard speaker of science says. But um, all right, before I move on to my three or four R's, however many you want today, (laughs) um, did you have anything else you wanted to mention about the healthy diet or any quick tips or anything? Well, you know, I, you know, um, you know, I, I, I agree with you, and um, oh, this thing is like so silly. Um, I agree with you. You know, um, you know, having a conscious mind or clearing your mind, having positive thoughts versus, um, you know, bad thoughts. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. You know, and just just being consciously aware of of you, you, actually, you know what? It's just that you you're actually you want to have. I get, I, I, well, I just have to use the word control, more control of your, your, your yourself and what you think, mm-hmm. and and, and more or just discipline or having more awareness, definitely. Right. You know, yeah. um, of yourself and, and what's going on. But you know what? The thing is, we have so much that's taking place within the inside of us that we are not aware of. And one of the mm-hmm. things that I've started doing, I have I've started to give honor to my organs. I'm thinking my mm-hmm. brain for functioning. I'm thinking my heart for pumping in blood throughout my system. You know what I'm saying? Right, I'm thinking right. my, 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 my throat for or, or my um, my voice box or my how do you call it, the larynx for allowing me to yeah. speak. You know, yeah. how many of us are thinking thinking and honoring ourselves 
to me, that just makes myself happy. That's how I feel because I just feel tingly all over. I mean, <laughs> you know, so. But no, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's a very good being, thing. Right, right, just being conscious. Of it. Hell, thank your feet for moving, you know. Exactly. <laughs> yep, developing awareness in your feet. That'll keep you um, better balanced. You'll be quick-footed, yeah. quick quick on your feet. <laughs> and also because, but, you you know, because um, you, you mentioned the food and the herbs, um, one of the things, you know, we have to really, really be aware of the the meat protein that we intake, and especially with, like with the beef and the pork. Um, and we're all aware that there are things that live in, in beef and pork, and if it's not properly cooked right, it, it can affect your brains. You know, you eat. Um, what, what, is, what is it called? I, I was just reading about it the other day, the worms, and um, they can oh, actually. Like pork worms. I'm sorry? You're talking about the pork worms for eating undercooked pork? It's like a little worm that yeah, well, well, you know brain. what? It's, it's, right, it's not just with the pork, but it's just with raw food, raw food, period, you know. And there's a certain type, you know, I don't go all crazy with sushi, but, you know, there's a certain, I like the seaweed and the rice, and, you know, they have it all wrapped up. <laughs> but, um, and even with that, I'm not, I, you know, like, okay, uh, I I forgot the name of those um, parasites, you know, these things, they, and they can, you know, by way of the food you're consuming is in there, and, and if it's all uncooked, then these things, they can even hatch eggs, and they go up to your brain, it's just nasty and yucky, you know, so just being more aware of, you know, what what you're putting in your body, you know. Um, okay, someone's asking a question. If if tap water is good, um, I would say tap water is bad. But if you have like a water filter, put a uh, um, a really good water filter on your on your sink, your faucet, or your and make sure you have the proper filter on your refrigeration system as well. So, mm-hmm. uh, and and the reason why, not just because tap water has um, fluoride in it, but there's a lot of rust and metal that is also in tap water. So if mm-hmm. you have the proper filter, um, the filter can, you know, filter out a lot of this stuff so then right. tap water is, is not so bad. Right. And you know. just also to say with the in regards to the water is that, you know, like it's a lot of talk about what they put in the public water and what they also do with all the plastic bottles and all of that is that, you know what, we may not be able to to kind of ward off every defense, but at least we can put ourselves in a much better position. So like exactly. what Goddess Nature said was the water filter. You can also make a um your own filter out of um cheesecloth and with um with sand from the beach. And oh, uh, you can filter okay. your water um, that way at home. Um, you can also boil it and then let it reduce down to temperature. Right, right. Add your um, pink Himalayan sea salt in there um, uh-huh. to help alkalize it. You know, so you can do the best of what you can do. You know, right. don't feel you bad can, because right. you can't. There's different ways that you can do it, you know, at least give yourself that advantage. Right. And then what you can also do as well um you can get it like at the Walmart, any you know Walmart sales, any local kind of store. There's a water tester. So whether you are, if you bought a, a water filter or you've made your own filtration system, um, there's still a kit that you can buy to test to see how you know filtered your water actually is. So you can also get the little kit and you'll find out how much lead or whatever else is left in the in the water. 
Yeah, okay. That's an awesome tip. Mm-hmm. Um, do we have any other questions before we um, move on? No, that was the only one. And like I said mm-hmm. before, if, okay. you know, um, they can chime in because the lines are open. Now, if anyone has been talking <laughs> and we haven't heard you, um, let me know by way of inboxing on Facebook or um, joining the chat line and letting me know through chat because then I would have to close something out. But I think that everyone is okay to speak if they want. Okay. Okay. And, and Goddess or Empress, you can go ahead and you have the three R's that you're going to go over? Yep, three or three or four R's. <laughs> okay, three but, or four, um, five or six. <laughs> I'll add my yes, all of <laughs> Do not reciprocate them. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, but the uh, three R's, four R's are reduce stressors, redirect energy, reclaim response. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, again, we're keeping in mind that we're we're preparing ourselves for ascension to help ground ourselves. So we have to also demand the environment that we're in. A lot of times we forget that we're not just here just to react, that we're here to respond, which means that we have an intelligent thought to be able to process and be able to make a, a fair um, a fair uh, recoil to a situation. So um, you are looking to ascend yourself or to raise your vibration is that you're going to have to demand, you know, that, you know, you have a certain type of environment. You don't have to play victim. You know, you come home and the kids are running around and the house is dirty and all that. You don't have to fall into a slump. You change your perception. You know, you get yourself in order and demand that you're not going to have this type of, of negative energy and negative space. So um, these three things, you know, I like to keep also in mind is, you know, like um, reduce stressors. You know, don't allow things to um, get yourself upset. You know, give yourself what it is that you need, you know, in order to um, to promote like a more comfortable or a, a more relaxed environment. You know, when you come home, you know, Take a hot bath, you know, take a hot shower, you know, eat something that, you know, that suits you, that serves you. Do something that, that serves you. After a long day of working for somebody else, do something for yourself. So reduce your stressors. Um, yeah, right. Another way to reduce your stress is also to manage your time. A lot of time we're stressed out and anxious because we're always rushing, you know, to get somewhere by a certain time. If you manage your time or focus your ideas, it makes your, your day go so much smoother. You know, like, I know I'm guilty of that. Like, you know, I have to be at work a certain time. My son has to be dropped off by a certain time. You know, if I wake up late, you know, try to rush and, you know, throw on clothes, do some of my hair, you know, whatever, you know, it, it'll throw off my mood, you know, versus me kind of like managing. like, okay, I'm going to get up at this time, make sure that this is done by this time, leave by this time, then, you know, the rest of my day is smooth because I've already set up a certain plan on how I'm going to do things and I'm going to make sure that it gets done. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. Redirecting um, energy. Like uh, someone comes to you and they have, you know, some sort of some sort of energy that you don't you don't like. You have to look at the fact that everyone is going through their own situations and their what they're going through seeps out, you know, your lifestyle, you know, reflects, you know, outwardly. So if someone is coming to you, you know, with this negative vibe, then, you know, with you, again, you have more control over what, you know, than what you think. You can redirect that energy. I like to use, like, my son, for example. 
you know, something like if something he doesn't understand, you know, he might get, you know, upset, you know, and I see him like getting getting mad or whatever. You know, I can redirect him to do something else. I can empower him to do something constructive instead of him being upset about a situation that he may not feel like he has control over. So by mm-hmm. redirecting that energy also shifts, you know, that, that consciousness, that aura that you give off as well. Right. And another thing you can do as far as, like, redirecting the energy, you can actually, and maybe this is the same thing, uh, actually ground the energy and reuse mm-hmm. it or redirect it, but ground it, ground the energy and um, filter it, purify it, and have the energy work for you, basically. Mm-hmm. No, that makes a lot of sense. That's like if you're upset and angry to take a time to take a deep breath, you'll take all that energy and that busyness from your head and move it back down your spine, you know, right. or, or a way to, like, release it, you know, respectively, outwardly. You know, to where you know it's not something that's uh, that's making your your choices or making your reactions. You feel like you just lost control. You know, now this is a way mm-hmm. to take back that control. That makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. And um, I should I mention his name? Anyways, um, I, I was <laughs> <inbox. laughs> Um The name. <laughs> but I, you know what? Was, honestly, to tell you the truth, this is the first time I heard of it. This name. Um, it's it's called if I say this right, trichinosis, T R I C H I N O S I S, and um, it's um, a parasitic disease caused by uh, roundworms, and roundworms are some of the worms that are in <laughs> in uh, you know, cooked food, <laughs> but uh, now y'all have to excuse me because I I, I you know. <laughs> I have um I, I crack myself <laughs> Okay. Awesome. Hold on a second. Hold on. <laughs> I'm doing so much. It's okay. I know. <laughs> but you know what? I get like this one tired. I I'm so goofy, but anyways, yeah. Okay. But that is one of the names. So I I've, I've never heard of it in a name, but that's one of the names and um I mean, uh, we can. <laughs> what? <laughs> Are you all right over there? Oh. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, ha- I'm hanging on. <laughs> evening. Hey, good evening. Hi, good evening. This is Celine. Hey, Celine. Hey, yeah, wait, 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 Queen Shalene, like, that you save me, darling, yeah. save me. Yeah, that's me. I love that. Nobody say that. <laughs> <laughs> you just go ahead and talk. What you doing? What you doing? <laughs> Listen, I haven't even had my sip of wine yet, and I'm cracking you up. I had a red room. So I'm about to end this well, one. I got to go get my sip. It's <laughs> so crazy. Yeah. Welcome. Hey, uh, hi everyone. Hi, beautiful queen. The hi, queen. How are you? Mother. <laughs> Reflection. Universal mothers, matter, everything. Um, I love the alchemy behind, um, because it is alchemy, the re, the R-E, re, R meaning potential, E uh, is, you know, alchemy for like ele- elevation, evolution, evolving, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so basically, 
if people learn that um, the language that we speak, no matter what kind of language it is, it's all alchemy and that um, we cast spells on a daily basis. Yeah. Um, unconsciously, yep. and we not even know that we're doing it. Um, you know, because I, I, this is the way I've been, you know, teach, re, re, educating myself, the, the R-E, the re. So, mm-hmm. you know, understanding that all words are casting spells. So anything like now, I'm casting a spell and not knowing, but I am knowing because I'm casting it in a positive direction. The energy is going in. Right you know, in, a, in the right direction. So, uh-huh. yeah, I like how you uh, presented that to everyone about the R-E, re, um, the R's. You said it was for the four R's. And what mm-hmm. I have to understand is, um, not you, <laughs> not you all, the, the public. Oh, no. We're we listening and growing too. <laughs> yeah, that um, we are dealing with alchemy. So, yes, the re is important because, we are redirecting our minds to uh, change our DNA structure mm-hmm. to prepare ourselves for whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's just a, a matter of reversing a lot of things, the re-again, reversing yep. <laughs> um, what we have been taught. So, you know, and a lot of people need to uh, ask questions, you know, thoroughly. You need to ask questions about everything when it's nothing or when it is everything, because nothing is everything and everything is nothing. So, All right. <laughs> yep, as above, so below. If I say I don't want nothing or I don't want anything, I'm saying I want everything. So, we want everything. So that why not? But why not? But why not? Why not? Abundance. I mean, right. if we can, you want abundance. Right. You want right. everything. But, but not the physical everything. No. Yeah. Or, or, because or, or, everything is already has balance. It has to be a balance. It has to be a balance. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, so. yep. I mean, yep. why not have everything if you can have everything? But like I said, it has to be a balance. You have to have the right mindset. You know, right. and having. You know, and, and because we have to, at some point, come to a full circle. That's right. Yeah. Yes, so yes, that, yes, hey, everything is in cycle. Everything away from me. <laughs> everything in nature is um is in a cycle. You know, we are too. Yeah. What is going on here? Everything. Well, thank you so much, um, Queen Shalini, by catching on to that and um, that beautiful message. You're absolutely correct when it comes to um, the casting spells. You know, spells are really um, vibrations. That's just like, you know, homonyms, words that mean the same right. thing. They give off the same vibration, even though we perceive it to mean certain things in a certain sentence. It's still the same vibration. Right. And um, yeah. I hadn't even uh, paid any attention to the reads, but, you know, that makes sense, you know, that we're mm-hmm. reprogramming, that we're correcting the program, and that has already been set. Exactly. We downloaded new apps, right. you know what I'm saying, new software. That's right. And so just like, uh, so the Pope is in the United States, he's getting ready to pass his spells. And mm-hmm. um, he's going to probably be speaking in different tongues. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's going to speak English. He, he won't speak world. English. 
Because they know that this so-called English language language is jacked up, mm-hmm. you know. That's one it of the is. why because it it's jacked is. up. And um, another thing too, you know, with the Pope coming, um, coming. Hell, I think he's already down there. I don't know, but anyway, he's, he's, he's already in the United States. Yeah, he's already. Down. Here's what happened recently, and I mean, not like yesterday, but I guess we can't consider it yesterday. But you know, a few years back, because there was a time. The Pope did not have the title as being infallible, infallible if I can say that right. Y'all know me and my, my mm-hmm. English-speaking child. But anyway, but see, what happened, there was a time when the king, and even prior to the king, the Pharaoh were considered infallible, okay? So that means that you have been given power to reign and rule over matters all across the world or wherever, and you're infallible. And so one of the things we all know that the Pope considers himself as a deity, or he wants to be. So he's put himself in that position as a pharaoh, in which he's not. You know, he's put himself in a position to state that um, um, he's, he's taken a position of Peter because I think the, the, somehow, you know, the keys or these keys were given to St. Peter. Okay, but mm-hmm. who is St. Peter? Peter's taken from Fatah. So this bastard wants the keys. They want the keys to the universe. They cannot have the keys. So he's here also with what, what, uh, the moon that's happening. And uh, I'm sorry? Yeah, what, he's basic, what, huh? what are the keys to the universe? What keys is he trying to have? The only reason why he got power is because other deities, other gods, such as ourselves, give him that power. Not us. I'm just saying it does the, the other gods and goddesses give the Pope the power. Give these people that the are people, in the power the people the are give giving him. Power. Yeah. Those are the keys said the keys to the universe is us. Is us Exactly. Exactly. The keys are approval, and that's exactly what he's here to do, that he's here trying to unify under one belief, under one, you know. That would never happen. That would never happen. But that's that's what the supposed petition is. Now, unification, um, when it's in a uh, balanced situation, when it's balanced, and I'm not talking about color, I'm just saying unification of all beings Mm -hmm. in balance. You know what I'm saying? He is not trying. If he's trying to get unification and balance, I could see that. But he's not trying to get communic. He's not trying to get unification and balance. He's trying to get power over everyone. He balance is everyone having power over themselves. He's right. trying to have power over everyone. So that means we won't have power over ourselves. Not us. I'm just talking in general. Giving him that power, you know, they don't understand that they're taking away their power that they possess by giving it to him. That means you have no control over yourself. You can't uh, think. You can't create. You can't uh, ascend. 
you can't do anything because your mind is limited to what this being has to say to you that's just like you. Yeah, very true. Very true. Yeah, we we are all the keys. We are all the keys. You can't have all the keys. Like you said, like y'all said. You can't have those keys to the universe. Right. He cannot have it. No, no. I mean, right. no, that would be too much power. He wouldn't know what the hell to do with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the, um, and that's what it is, is that you are giving your energy into a certain source. You know, when you're putting your money into certain things, you know, when you're doing things on certain days, because that's also planned out, you know, according to, you know, what's going on, you know, uh, outside mm-hmm. of this planet. Um things like that. So, you know, that, that ties right into to what we're seeing here as far as um as, you know, preparing yourself to ascend so that way you have a choice on what it is that you're doing. That's reclaiming your response, you know. How is it that you're gonna react, you know, to a certain stimulus or situation or an energy type, you know? That's that's completely up to you. And once you give your energy to that, I mean it's up to you on, on how it is that you perceive it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Now, that's right. That is actually right. That is actually right. <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. it. I love it. <laughs> right. So he he can't. Yeah, he can only get what people give give him or give them. Yeah, you know those, uh, those, those superhero movies. You know those superhero movies. The superhero, those those movies where uh, the bad guy gets all the power at the end, and, uh-huh. <laughs> and then it overpowers him. And then right. But you know, right? You remember they showed that in um, the Spider-Man movie with uh, was it, was it, what was his name, Octavius? I think it was uh, was that Dr. Mm-hmm. Octavius. I remember he wanted the power of the sun, and he hooked himself up and called boom. You know, it took his ass off <laughs> because he he really wanted. It. He wasn't satisfied with what he had. He wanted all the power. He wanted full power. Yeah, well, somebody yes, probably didn't hook themselves up to the sun. That's why the obelisk and the sun and everything is going to. Uh, uh, Equilateral, it's going to balance off and it's going to shine on Washington. Now, this is supposed to happen either tomorrow, if it ain't already happened. He speaks tomorrow, mm-hmm. right? Well, yeah. I have the no sun, idea. <laughs> it's supposed to be aligned with the obelisk, the, the penis. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> it's going to be resurrection. The sun is exactly. supposed to be aligned. Exactly. Mhm. Mm-hmm. With the uh, erected with the penis, the obelisk. <laughs> if don't nobody know, that's what it is. That's well, what we, it we see. Well, we see yeah. why they got the obelisk because they come up short. But anyway, <laughs> 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 don't get me started, man. <laughs> oh God! Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> So they need the obelisk, something to represent yes. them. You know, don't don't right. hate it on them. They need some representation. Right. No, to represent. And the sun actually is supposed to. <laughs> I don't keep know that. Keep it real. Keep it real. Come on now. You know, know the hour. I mean, 
He already looked like a shriveled up something. I mean, sit his ass down somewhere. (laughs) They talking about he's the last antichrist. He is the last antichrist. And I said to myself, how can he be the last antichrist when he had about 20? Oh, okay, he probably is the last. Or they're trying to say he's the antichrist. And I'm saying to myself, well, let me see. Let me count how many antichrists it was so far. One, a two, a three, a four, a five. <laughs> What's this number? <laughs> Wait a minute. Shalene, you sound like you've had some of what I have every now and then. <laughs> I'm good. I have my medicine. <laughs> oh, that's right. Hey. But you know what? I'm going to there you go, definitely. But see, people have the wrong idea as to what an antichrist is. And right. the way that I look at it, okay, he's an antichrist. Yeah, a lot of them out there are antichrist because you, you, they, they're thinking that, oh, he's an antichrist because he's against Jesus. The Christ ain't got nothing to do with Jesus. And, and, uh-huh. and true enough, uh-huh. they are against the light, the true light, you know, but that has nothing to do with Jesus. So that's what they have their misconception, you know. And it's sad that, you know, um, you know, they want to think that we're messed up. No, a lot of them are messed up. Well, it does have to do with the sun, though, because the Jesus right, right. is right. It has to do with the light. It has to do with the solar plexus. Yes. Yeah, it has a lot to do with the sun and mm. him casting his spells, So, which is going to, I guess, give him the ultimate power, and I guess he's going to give the message to the world on how he wants them to okay. be. He, well, the here's... Ten Commandments. And um, he, that he created, or his, or the Vatican, all right. of them created. Okay. All so of if them. he's gonna right, so if he's gonna be casting spells tomorrow, then you know what? Cloak yourselves uh, with with purple. Put the purple cloak around you because when he's casting spells, he's gonna be popping right back off and going right back to that bastard. <laughs> so just oh, cloak purple? yourself in purple. You're right. Purple. Yes, purple. The spectrum that the um, purple light. Cloak yourself with purple. Okay. So you could just basically wear purple. Yes, you can just basically wear it or, you um, know, just envision the purple around you. Close yourself. Sister yeah. Nikita. I'm sorry? Sister Nikita, is she still on? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. She's over there chilling in the background somewhere. And um, I think that we also have um, Lilith Shakti. I think she's on the line as well. Lilith? Hello? Maybe it's me. Hmm. You know, some people see. Let me stop. Um, I'm cuckoo. Let me just stop. I think okay. I think she's on. I think she's on, but I'm not sure. But anyways, okay. Um, all right, we'll keep it moving. Something else I was going to mention, and um, I have lost my train of thought on here. Playing with Queen Shaleen. Well, uh, no, because um, I, I have one more. <laughs> I have one more little topic on my um soapbox. <laughs> so, oh, oh, yeah, you know what? You, you, to, you know um, what? Let me mention this too before I forget, because you're talking about re and direct. Okay, so we can look at this too. Re is being the sun, right? Re, ray, and die. Okay, so our old selves have to die so that our spiritual selves can re can erect because you even have the you know redirect act react redirect resurrect or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, redirect resurrect. <laughs> so tomorrow we'll be redirecting our energy 
while he's up there redirecting his energy, we should be doing the same thing. Right. While he's right. doing that, we should be doing exactly. the same thing. Thank you. Yeah. That's, that's exactly the the whole message to get across. <laughs> For real. Right, right. Who to get all the energy? That's going to mess you up now, right? Because now you yep. see that a lot of people is not going to be giving you that energy. They're going to be taking it too. And that's the whole key is that, you know, when the sister Nikita and sister Nutcher. 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 I apologize. Um, say that um, you have to meditate. We, we do have to meditate. We have to meditate. And you meditate the way you feel comfortable in meditating. You want to, because um, I, I noticed that I have to meditate the way what makes me feel good. And I think that's a very important role, a very important mm-hmm. key. Certain endorphins have to be rolling, a certain frequency within. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Okay, and um, one thing that I also like, you know, Queen Shalene, we were um, talking about um, Dr. Um, Edward Bruce Bynum, and uh, he's an African-American doctor, actually, who has written several books, and one book in particular, which is such an awesome book, and um, I mentioned it um, on the page on the God's Rising Network, and it's Dark Light Consciousness, Melanin Serpent Power, and the Luminous Matrix of Reality. And um, I'm hoping to be able to have them come on the show to really go, you know, more in depth. And um, in a minute, I'll probably play um, one of his clips because he has clips also on YouTube. But believe it or not, I spoke with Dry Bones um, earlier, and I'm a choke Dry Bones, and I told Dry Bones that, because um, he had asked me what was the show going to be on, and I told him, and he told me um, that he was going to have Dr. Bynum on his show a couple of weeks ago or so, so he's going to try and contact him. I'm like, cool, you know, give him my number, because I would, oh man, I would love to talk to him and have him mm-hmm. actually come on the show, and um, I mean, it, to me, that's an awesome person to be able to co- uh, connect with, and um and, and being, you know, this is just a glen with, or having confirmation with what you said earlier, um, Queen Shalene, you know, in stating that we are the keys. And that's one of the things that um, Dr. Bynum reveals. He reveals that the, biochem- the, the biochemistry of how the body's melanin provides the template for the subtle energy body or light body, but just knowing that our melanin, we have the template or our um, DNA, you know, we are the keys. We have, we, we have the template. We have the, the whole chemical makeup to the, this whole thing that's happening. But until we take the time to dissect ourselves and know what's happening within ourselves and how to transcend, you know, then we'll continue to go through this nonsense that we're going through. But, you know, once we start to do that, we can change things. And like I stated earlier, we are the change, and we have to be that change that we're looking for and waiting for. It's all encoded within us. Right. We have it. We have it. Mm-hmm. I see. Yeah, that would be awesome to have him on the show. I, I haven't even – I've only read a little bit of his – um. Book. Mm-hmm. I haven't completed it yet, but um, what he's talking about is mm-hmm. is is uh, I agree with what he's saying. Oh, you know, definitely, definitely. 
that we have to, I mean, the way he put it in words, you know, it just, I couldn't write it like that. So Yeah, 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 right, you know. <laughs> so you understand what he said, though, that, you know, right. we have to, like we were talking earlier about the reeds, the alchemy. The alchemy, mm-hmm. um, the magic behind it is in the, um, also the science behind it. The science um, behind it is that um, the elements, the elements is the words, the words is the numbers, the numbers and the words and the elements. So once you start, um, you know, taking the elements that you want that's going to um, better you and make you feel better or make you stronger or make you more powerful or whatever level you want to be on, you know what I'm saying, it it starts within your brain um, as they were expressing about the left and the right brain and how they work together. Um, one is, uh, I, could, I I don't want to get it wrong because sometimes I'll be forgetting stuff, and I ain't going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> I read it, and I look at it, it'll just pop right out of my head sometimes, you know what I'm saying? I mean, but your sisters, maybe you can explain it a little bit better than me, you know, about the left brain and the right brain, how um, the left brain is supposed to be more of the... Um, the intellectual or the intel and the right brain is supposed to be more of the aggressor. Mhm, mhm. Um, what I have read and um and it stated that, you know, and here again we have to question who's putting this information out and um because I did read that, you know, exactly what you said, you know, the right brain is more aggressive, the left brain is less aggressive. The right brain is supposed to be masculine. The left brain is supposed to be feminine. You know, up and down, round and round, one plus one two. But, but and I did come across some information that stated that that wasn't true. That's not how it operates. So I'm questioning that aspect. But um, I don't know enough about the left brain and the right brain to actually, you know, really go on to detail other than um, state that you know the the left brain is supposed to be the weaker or is it the um, I think it's the left. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. I was thinking it just came out loud. I was thinking of the brain. The brain is one supposed to be one brain, one muscle, right? Right. But here's here's, right. But here's what I also have come across, and I've forgotten the guy's name because it also ties into with tithing, not tithing in the financial aspect, but tithing as to. Okay, we're we're not using or you know, we're only using ten percent. Is it of the left brain or the right brain? And what we have to do, um, you know, when we are able to use ninety percent of the ninety, use the other ninety percent of the left brain, then you're supposed to come into, um, you know, uh, this higher consciousness or higher spirituality or whatever. And somehow, it, it, well, supposedly that was the original tithing. You're tithing over. The other ninety percent, or the other, or the ten percent, to join with the ninety percent, and I can't remember it all because this is something that I looked at a while back. But and I've forgotten the guy's name, but you can just Google, you know, ten percent of brain or tithing the brain, you know, tithing ten percent of the brain. Like I said, it has nothing to do with tithing money in the church. This has to do with the brain function and how much we're using and not using. And also, supposedly, once you tithe over that 10%, um, you know, supposedly this is where, you know, you're you're, you're entering to your your, your eye shock or your your 
seeing your penile gland, and then this is where you're supposed to, you know, go in and sit in heaven or whatever like that. That's what I can only vaguely remember because this is something that I came across a while back, and that's pretty much all I can, you know, state pertaining to the right brain and the left brain is that it supposedly originally has something to do with the tithing of the 10%. Okay. Um, I have some info, and I'm looking it up, like, right now as we speak. Um, actually making me mad is not right here. I've been staring at it for a while, but um, it lists the different characteristics and which side it is. I keep mixing up left brain and right brain, which one does what or whatever. But, I can um, remember the guy's name. I can't remember the guy's name. I'll have to look it up for you, Queen, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, that was that was pretty much it for that. Um. I know if you had any more questions. Again, I do have, like, another point, you know, to make, you know, to help people with grounding. Okay. And sure, that, that would be well. fine. And, and then what I would like to do, I would like to also um, play um, a clip um, from um, Dr. Bynum. I mean, he is so on point. And like I stated earlier, what he's basically stating and had, had and what he's written in his books, um, pretty much what, Empress Nikita and I, we talk all the time, you know, about higher consciousness, meditation, transcending. And, um, I, you know, I just think that, you know, we should just, you know, other people should check them out and you know, buy his book or even download it. Read it on Kindle. You don't just have to, you know, buy it that way. You can download it. I download the PDF, you know, but it would definitely give you further insight as to what's going on and, and not to take on the notion that this is all new age. There's nothing new age about this. This is going back to ancient Kemet or, you, you know what I'm saying? So there's nothing new age about this. And it may seem as new age because this is something that we were not brought up with or were not taught or that the churches don't teach. So it is not new age, not at all. Mm-hmm. It's, it's only new age to them. It's only new new age to like the Europeans, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's only new age for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> for the generations that coming. Yeah. There, that, you know, we go off of like a feeling. Like they finally have a way to concretely try to explain this when really it all relates to a feeling. Like our people, they look towards symbols and experiences. That's why they look towards nature to represent, like, certain forces that, that explains what's going on in the body because they look at it as a universal, as a whole. The reason why they think it's new age now is because now we can actually write down pen and paper, oh, this happens in the brain when this happens, and, and all of that, you know, instead of saying that, you know, your emotions flow like water, you know, instead of saying, mm-hmm. oh, well, exactly. they, you know, however point, blah, 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 seconds for this emotion to be triggered by this sight that you saw, you know, that's why I feel like it's new age. Okay. Right, right. I'm sorry, I had muted myself. Oh, no, that's <laughs> fine. Okay. And then, okay. Um, what, oh, you're going to go, okay, go ahead, Empress. Yeah, yeah let me go ahead and kick this out the way then. I'm, I'm good. Um, the okay. last little point that I had here was um, self-discipline is self-love. So self, um, self-love is basically... You know, rising, you know, each each day and asking yourself what it is that you need and ensuring that you actually get it and that you have it, that you put it within your, your aura. You know, just even when we go back to, like, the other topics, the, um, having a healthy diet or healthy living and, um, 
you know, reduce stress and, you know, all of that is to make sure that you have the elements that you need. You know, even with preparing to meditate, make sure that you have your candles, you have your incense, you know what it does, you know, to help relax your mind and body and get it ready for, you know, this type of um, event. You're coming to it in some sort of consciousness. So make sure that you have the elements that you need. Make sure you have the mindset that you're supposed to have. Make sure you have a light heart, you know, you by having these, these disciplines, you know, then that is going to also open you up in order to be able to ascend. Because as you, um, you, you know, meet each chakra or, or energy source or any energy point or level in your body, you're going to have to have some extent of balance um, in okay. order for it this to be something that's um, that's profitable for you, and it's time to work on, you know, the things that may be out of balance, you know, and it's okay, we all, you know, are experiencing, you know, the, the you know, seesaw effect, you know, of life, and, you know, that's perfectly fine, you know, whatever area that it is, but you need to acknowledge that's what it is that you got going on, find out what it is that you need, and then make sure that you do have it. Uh-huh. So, um, so, yeah, that's pretty much all that I had Um in regards to this, just, um, you know, keep your mind clear, keep your vibes high, make sure that you have the things that you need. You don't have to play a victim. And, um, you know, when yeah, you are preparing yeah. for the things that you need, the energy, the frequency, the spells, whatever it is, that you are transcending the energy that it is that you exactly. want and not the exactly. outcome that you're not right. looking for. Right, so, um, right, because it comes from within, definitely. hmm but um, that's it, y'all, for my Ready for Ascension. So with all of those points, y'all should be ready for Ascension. Okay. And then what I'm going to do now, I'm just going to play um, a clip one of, um, with Dr. Edward Bynum speaking about the dark light consciousness. Mm-hmm. So um, enjoy. Let me see if I can get this thing right because you know me and electronics at this point. Okay, so Dr. Bynum is being asked, what is the correlation between DNA? Yeah, and Hold on. I, have, I have what I talked about in dark light consciousness of uh, these uh, devil fluids. It is really uh, a similar uh, form or, or shape that you find not only in that description, but also many other uh, uh, mystical, quote-unquote, traditions in which they describe phenomena uh, very accurately that uh, as far as uh, Western science is concerned, they haven't been this more. They take, uh, for instance, the uh, Dogon of Mali. Uh, they describe uh, this sort of uh, uh, shape and structure uh, in the orbit of the star Cirrus uh, and its dark companion star. And they knew about this for uh, since at least the middle of the uh, um, Middle Ages. But this wasn't discovered uh, until uh, the 1860s by uh, Western telescopes. So how did they know this? So they obviously there's a different way of knowing about it. And that's all that I tried to do in Dark Light Consciousness was to try and show that not only do we have established computer-based uh, methods uh, in, in the modern world, but also the ancient world, from the research, for their observations. 
And I don't know why we can't uh, acknowledge both of those mm-hmm. and recognize that they belong to you know the treasury of our of our species. Well, the Uraeus is actually the uh, ancient uh, Kemetic Egyptian uh, term for the uh, uh, the coiled life force or energy associated with the base of the spine and moving upward in, our, in most of the world's spiritual tradition. In, um, in ancient India, they were referred to it as the Kundalini. Okay, but the ancient Egyptians referred to it as the, to the same phenomena as the Urea, essentially a serpent. In fact, if you look at the crown of the Kemetic pharaohs uh, of Egypt, they have a serpent coming out, and that's coming out of the pineal gland area. Okay. Uh, so they knew a great deal about it because uh, not only were they practitioners of the uh, of the uh, spiritual uh, sciences, but also they knew an enormous amount about anatomy and physiology, given you know, battlefield trauma medicine, but also communication. So they studied the body and the brain in detail. And in fact, uh, their knowledge of anatomy and physiology wasn't surpassed until uh, the late 19th century in Europe. Well, they a lot of that had been forgotten. Yeah. But they they studied it. And uh and so they brought together both their uh physical sciences and also their their meditative contemplative spiritual science and uh that's how they turn that phenomenon. And they have drawings of it, they have the medical texts that discuss it, but they the US surface and it's usually those two that we see in the medical cadistic. Mm-hmm. Well that's what that represents. Okay. Those two serpents spining usually seven times around a pole until they reach the top, at which point they have wounds and they take flight. So that's every time you go to see it in a medical physician's office, you are tacitly acknowledging that this is where that comes from. In the uh, Indian, the Hindu Indian uh, tradition, they would be referred to as uh, chakras and wheels of energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they correspond, highly correspond. To uh, uh, the uh, autonomic nervous system plexus along the spine, exactly. uh, in, in traditional uh, Western medicine. So there's both a, a, a physical anatomical representation of it, and there's also a more subtle energetic representation of it, and what would be called the subtle body in those traditions. Um, but in both situations, they are empirically derived, and people uh, have been uh, practicing them. Uh, for thousands of years, so obviously they know something. Okay, now he's going to connect the universe to the forces of the earth and our country. I only took a small step uh, in making that connection based upon much larger steps uh, before me. The uh, ancient uh, uh, Kemetic Egyptians, for one, in one of their uh, 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 spiritual philosophical traditions associated with uh, the city of Memphis, was referred to as the Memphis theology of Memphis uh, cosmology. They describe uh, energies dormant but still uh, perceptible and waiting to be discovered in the center of the earth. They describe it. And they had huge ceremonies, huge spiritual rites, and I assume also practices associated with the perception of this phenomena. In West Africa, you find similar descriptions of forces, serpent-like, serpentine forces, at the center of the earth. Mm-hmm. 35 coils below the surface, 35 coils above the surface. 
That's a good correction. Um, um, but also, not even in those traditions, you find in the Taoist tradition of uh, China, they will refer to the energies at the center of the earth and the energies in the heavens, and they describe it in very similar ways. So, scattered throughout the traditions all around the earth, you'll find the same sort of phenomena. So, all I did was look at what do we know in our day, quote, scientifically, unquote, about phenomena at the center of the earth. And there is a great deal of uh, empirical research showing that indeed the Earth has a core that spins within the larger Earth. Mm-hmm. And that creates certain, for me, a certain kind of torque or uh, pull that I believe these spiritual traditions and states of deep meditation make contact with. Because that's how the spiritual traditions uh, found out. They turned inward, they noticed what their experiences were, and they documented them. And all I tried to do, in my small way, was to say, well, what are the correlations we know about today that are in concert with these observations that go back millennia? And that's how I try to bring our scientific knowledge today to bear upon what has been the testimony of our ancestors for before the word was written down. Okay, hopefully everyone was able to hear. Are you guys there? Yes, I'm here. Um, okay. I don't know if I'm just talking about it. wasn't super I'm clear, here. but um, I got to hear, like, uh, uh, some main points that he was saying, you know, speaking um, to the ancient comedic knowledge and uh, and how they were trying to describe, you know, the different interactions, like, with the brain and subtle body and things like that. But it was... um. It was uh, kind of low for me, but I heard something. Okay, okay. Um, one of the things that I liked uh, that he did talk about was the um, the caduceus with the two snakes intertwining and with the wings at top of it, which they use in the medical and also on the sides of the paramedics and, and probably the fire truck too, I don't know, but definitely on the side of the ambulance. But um, And... He's like, they intertwine and, you know, they go up like seven points. And here again, those seven points are the seven chakra points. And then until you reach the crown chakra. So in meditation, when the kundalini, which are represented, you know, by these serpents, when the kundalini has risen and you have reached your crown chakra, but of course there are other chakras above the crown chakra, but, you know, we focus mostly on the the main seven Um and once the Kundalini has reached the crown chakra, okay, then that's when you're supposed to have your wings or take flight or basically you're, you know, you're, you're, your third eye is open or you're just, you know, you have, you've actually transcended at that point. So, and like you stated, this is not new age. This is something that our ancestors practiced and, and knew about and was aware of. But it's, you know, it's kind of sad. It's like we, we've had like... Um, our memories erased or something because how did we get away from something so delicate to be in a position where we are today, you know? Um, I don't know. I just, I, I don't know what happened. Something happened. Something happened. Someone did something in the matrix. <laughs> That's how I see it. But, you know, here again, you know, if anyone want to know more or, or to actually know what he was talking about, if you didn't hear it clearly, 
you can um, go to YouTube and type in um, Dr. Edward Bynum or Dr. Yeah, Dr. Edward Bynum, and um, he has several clips on YouTube. Um, his book is also uh, I think it's sold on what is what is that what is that that bookstore uh, Empress that sells everybody's books. Oh, go online. And uh-huh. um, I think bar, Amazon.com and Barnes yeah, and Noble Amazon, has them. Right, 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 Amazon. And um, I think the book is selling like it's $19, but there's some other books. I think it's actually there, on sale on Amazon. I peeked it out. Like and it's actually on sale for $15. Oh, it's 15 okay, mm-hmm. because I didn't see it as low as 12 Yeah, yeah, like I said, or, or even just, you know, download it on Kindle or do it on the PDF and download it that yeah. way. Because if you look long what, enough online, you might be able to find a PDF. That's how I got my um, copy of Black's Law Dictionary, PDF mm-hmm. online. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and I like Black's Law Dictionary, but um, I also look at who created it, and i got to look into that a little bit further. But anyways, it, I mean, but it is very helpful. I mean, uh, learning, knowing the codes and knowing the language that's spoken um, in the court. And here again, like when uh, Queen Shalene mentioned earlier about the Pope, actually speaking in Latin or whatever, um, when you go into the courts, a lot of times, you know, certain words, it's not English words, it's Latin words, but um, I just have something. Right, definitely. But, and I'm thinking one of the reasons why uh, they're they're using Latin now, this is just me, and um, I don't know, I have to research it more, but because you're looking at, I think, uh, what was his name? The first pope. The first pope. He was a Jesuit, Jesuit pope, but he was actually Spain, Spaniard. I forget, uh, Leola. I think his name was Leola. Saint Ignatius Leola. He was actually a Spaniard, and he was a Jesuit pope. And of course, him being Spaniard, he's gonna speak Latin or whatever. And um, I'm thinking that that that's one of the reasons why. When they become like a, um, uh, uh, you know, a father of the in, the in the Catholic Church, or I mean, they have archbishops and all that nonsense in there. I don't even know, but they have a list of of the titles that they give these men um, in the Catholic um, setting, and um, mm-hmm. they have to change their names, and they change their names to mostly Latin names. So then you you have to look at look into who actually. Um, created this, but of course the Jesuits, they are the keepers of Jesus or something like that and, and back in the day, these damn Jesuits, they were murderers. Still to the day, out of the field, they, they're all mur- murderers, you know, but um, I'm thinking that that's the reason why they speak, oh, that's what I'm thinking, why they, they actually speak in Latin and um, change their names to Latin because um, St. Ignatius Loyola he was a Jesuit pope. He was like one of the first, I think. And I would actually have to Google it to get the correct information. But I think this one is. Just look it up. But that's my thoughts on that. So, and um, it's 10.58, and um, the show was on for um, two hours. And um, hopefully everyone that called in and listened in, you guys enjoyed the show and hopefully the information was valuable. Um, if you have any other questions or whatever, you know, um, you can inbox Empress Nikita on Facebook as well as myself, or um, I don't know. 
<laughs> you can the Goddess Rising Network. You can inbox the Goddess Rising Network. We can answer anonymously. You know, we won't put you out on blast or anything. And, you know, if I've actually gotten some responses, you know, from my inbox, you know, personally that's been asking, you know, questions about meditation, about, you know, finding themselves and, you know, different areas of awareness and African um into African spirituality. So definitely feel free, you know, if you got some good sense and you're really looking to yourself and do better for yourself, definitely feel free to inbox us. We're, we're here, you know, to be able to, to help. That's a gift, you know, I feel like that we have, you know, as creators is, is to spread knowledge and, you know, we have it and, and it's here. You don't have to pay for it. You know, there's no exactly. counseling sessions or, you know, you just get to speak to some real people that, you know, know some real things for real. Right, and then, um, and of course, um, the last show, and actually the show before, but last week we did like a little recap. Um, if there are women that are still interested um, in the um, Yoni Steam and the proper way of doing that, of course, you guys can always contact um, Lilith Shakti, L I L, I spell it L I L I T H Shakti, S H A K T I. Um, she's on Facebook. You can always contact her. You can contact myself, Nechitanu, um, or Empress Nikita, or even just inbox us um, on the um, the Goddess Rising Network page that's on Facebook. Uh, I just want to say thank you. Thank you, Goddesses, for allowing me to speak on the show tonight. Thank you. I appreciate you. Well, it's a joy having man. you on the show, Queen. It, it's, it's always a joy having you. Yeah. I just like There's to tell Thank you. I just like to tell her public, um Evo E V O L, which is love, means to evolve. So you have to evolve. You have to understand exactly. you have to right, evolve. Right. And you have right. to embrace the darkness. And like I stated before, the revolution begins in the mind. You got to have your mind right. You actually have to yeah. have that thing right. <laughs> and bring about balance. And you know, um, maybe next week, um, all depends on what happens. But I think, like, what, a couple of weeks ago, we, we did a show, like, on relationship or something, or we had something, you know, speaking on relationship or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's, I, I don't know. You know, I'm no expert. I don't have all of the answers. And I can just only speak from experience and from the things that I have researched and by way of me meditating and being shown certain things and having visions. Um, you know, I, I honestly feel that, you know, we're we're still broken as a people. We we really are. And um yeah. we have to be we have to stop being afraid and, and, and continue to go on through this life with this perceived concept of this bullshit that has been given to us. <laughs> I mean we have to break the I'm serious we have to break these barriers, you know, so because right. Every, every, you know, someone's afraid of something. Someone's afraid of something. You know, just be yourself and just let it flow. Just be who you are, you know. Okay. I mean, and, and we have to break these barriers. And um, and, and forget about religion. Throw it, throw it out the door because at the end of the day, if we can't be true to ourselves and true to our neighbors, then shit, we're worthless, you know. Mm-hmm. I think that would be an awesome show. I'm with you. You know, I feel like the biggest issue that we have in regards to, like, relationships, is our our perception of what the response would be to society, that we're looking for approval from everyone else that can really not really give a rat's ass what's really going on with right. you. <laughs> or, you know, what was you know, what's what's really happening. So 
you know, a lot of us have to really, like, you know, get in our minds that, that, hey, you know, none of us is perfect. None of us has all of the answers. But, you know, whatever's right well, for us is, is mm-hmm. us. And it doesn't, it, nobody necessarily has to explain it. Nobody necessarily has to, uh, it doesn't have to be a big group of people to get behind you, support you. You just have to live right. your life with what's right mm-hmm. for you yeah. as an individual. And, and, Right, and I'm just jumping in real quick and say, I, you know, and I'm not kicking you because you're my girl, <laughs> but um, as far as saying, you know, like we're not perfect or, or whatever, I don't like to um, use those type of words because what is perfect? And here again, this is all what we've been given, this, you know, this, this, this perceived conception. Um, to me, I am perfect. You know, and and me being perfect is whatever the hell I want myself to be, basically. You know, so we right. we have to we have to lift ourselves. We have to, you know, stop using certain words that have been given. How do we know we're not right. perfect? How do we know? Right, you're right. Some my words give off vibrations. You know, you know I'm with you. You know, know I'm with you. Yeah, I, 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 I did, I did use know. the wrong, the wrong spell. No, I'm look. No. I got both of my mamas on the phone. I used the wrong spell. No, you didn't use. No, you yes, used the right spell because you know what? That's just that's just how we've been programmed. You yeah. Know? So I've been taking. Well, we got to reprogram. Exactly, and I've been taking day by day and trying not to use certain words. You know, you don't want to, even like like with me and what I've gone through, um, I will not say that I'm a victim. A victim of what? <clears throat> no, I, you know, you, you have to be a conqueror. <laughs> and maybe I shouldn't even say a conqueror, but, you know, you have to be able to rise above certain circumstances, you know, mm-hmm. and get yourself on level ground. It's, it's all a cycle. you, you got to be a curve, a curve. Because, Karen, you you know, we being conned all the time. Manipulation yeah. of the brain is 24-7. So. <laughs> yeah, you're right, sweetie. You're right. Yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, but it's always wonderful to have you on. And I will say this, mm-hmm. um, our dear Lilith Shotty, she was on, but for some reason she kept getting kicked off. And we're going to blame that on the retrograde. <laughs> um, because she's, she's such an awesome <laughs> sister as well. She really is, and she has awesome, awesome energy, and we just, you know, we just love her mindset. And um, hopefully next week she'll be able to come on. But I have to coordinate something, um, Empress. We got to coordinate something for next week. Um, you know, I and you know, I don't know. We we just have to coordinate something because we can, we can I, fly back to relationships. I'll put together some little, you know, subjects we can right. going. Yeah, and you know, Queen Shane, we're still putting together our goddess retreat. Hopefully, you can join us. Uh, we have a, no, we, we need to get a telescope. I, I got to work on getting a telescope so bad. <laughs> a telescope, girl, what you gonna yeah. look at through the <laughs> I am. I want to see what's out there. It's not there. I want to see too. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. We should. We actually. That would be so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would be so cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm gonna add that to the list. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully you're you're able to join us as well because I think you know that's going to be such a wonderful experiment, you know, to have these beautiful, powerful women together, and um, you know, we're we're gonna to get together and meditate and send out you know loving energy throughout the universe and and to try and mm-hmm. heal the earth because um the more we raise our vibration, we're also you know helping Mother Earth to raise her vibration, and uh, Mama needs us. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, we need to respect mother because mother's been denied, you know, for so long. 
So exactly. just to bring back, exactly. you know, return the um the goddess feminine energy to her rightful place. Mhm. Definitely, definitely. You know, we definitely have have to put mother, the woman, back in her rightful place. Definitely. You know, there's just no no other way around it. You know, and you know, stop being afraid. We can't, we can't leave. We can't leave out the brother. We cannot leave him out. Like, what? 
Oh man! Oh, I tell you what. Even though, even though I used to be in the church, but I would uh, kiss. Mm-mm. Okay, whatever. Damn, pink and rain and foot. Ladies, we are in the wrong business. Okay, so maybe we should be enrolled and riding around in um, a limousine with bulletproof and. Remember the post has gold all on him. Has bling bling. He has gold in front of him. Yeah, gold from Africa. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) They're all over there playing. You know, people over there hungry, whatever. They have all of that gold. Look at in the Vatican. But yet they're gonna allow him to speak, and he has such power. He can let such and such off death row or keep. Whatever. But then he has no control of, of those bastards up there raping their little children. Anyways. That leads back to, <laughs> yeah, and that leads back to them giving him the power, giving them the power for generations. So basically you have to stop giving these people the power. Just just when America comes, here we go with the voting again. They're going to be giving these beings the powers. That's just like mm-hmm. them. Exactly, exactly. So you have to stop giving homage to these beings. You have to stop. If you feel that you can't stop voting, put your name on the ballot and go vote for yourself since you just want to vote. Right, exactly. Put your name <laughs> on the ballot or don't vote at all. Don't you stop giving them that energy, and you want yeah. to do it. Put your name on the ballot and give the energy to yourself. You know, I think I might just do that. I'm going to be, did. you know, do like I Donald did. Trump. Hell, they let that damn orangutan get in. There. I, I put my name. I put my name on the ballot because I'm going to go vote for myself. I'm not okay. telling nobody else Empress, to go vote for me. Don't, right, we're going to put don't our name. Vote, vote for yourself. Let right. them know that I, I can govern myself. I don't need you, really. Right. Exactly. You know, if you exactly. allow me to do what I need to do, you know what I'm saying? If you stop trying to rule over me and let me rule myself, I govern myself. Just mm-hmm. like you do. Right. I think, who, who is that? That's it, that they, um, it, well, they use the acronym the, for the Islam, I-S-L-E-M, Asaf Law and Master. But that's true, you know, you're a grown-ass person. You don't know how to handle yourself, you know? I mean, why be a grown-up? But anyways, like I stated, thank you, everyone, that did call in and listen in and um, chat with me in the chat room. (laughs) Thank you, guys, always, because, um, you know, we think, uh, we, we like to feel that we are, you know, elevating the mind of people and um, just giving them something else to look at um, as opposed to what they're used to or, or or have been accustomed to. So thank you again, Queen Shaleen and Empress. You know, as always, uh, you know, we're here. We're here for each other. So thank you mm-hmm. both. And um, a shout-out to Lily Shanti because she was on and she kept getting bumped off. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah. So until next right, time, so yeah, be sure to join the network. Peace. Yes. Peace is one love, guys. Love.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.